Hi, good evening and welcome to episode 25, season 2 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. My name's Jav, I've got Bex with me. Um, this is a special midweek episode, we're live from Hotspur Way and we've got two guests. Um, captain of the Spurs ladies team, Jenna Scalacci. Welcome Jenna. Thank you. And star striker, Evia Bergen. Hello. <laughs> um, thank you ladies for um, taking the time, I know you're really busy and you're training after after. After, after the pod so thank you so much for, for jo- joining us um, also like to take this opportunity to congratulate you on um, reaching the Primates Cup final um, so on behalf of well myself Bex and everybody who's associated with us on the family podcast thank you, um, congratulations on that thank you, thank you. Um, the final is against Charlton yes. on the 14th of April yep Chessant Chessant at 7.30 it's 7.45 people. Okay. Um, and it's, of course, a repeat of last year's final against yes. Charlton. Um, <laughs> yeah. So a bit of a grudge match, perhaps? or Yeah, I think every match against Charlton is a grudge match. They're like our local rivals. Um, we've got friends and like ex-players who play, play for them. So, yeah, there's always a bit of rivalry between us, and especially the way we lost last season. We'll all be gunning to hopefully Fun. make it a different outcome this season. Planning to come to the final. Yeah. Bringing my 12-year-old daughter. Yeah. She yes. might not like it, but she's coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to be there. there. It's a first day evening, I believe, on the 14th. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm going to engineer a reason to get out of work early <laughs> yeah, to, 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 to come up. We've, um, we've got lots of um, questions from our listeners and a few of our own. Um, we'll endeavour to get through all of all the questions, but apologies to... to, to some of the people have sent the questions if we, if we can't get through for every single one. Um, one question I've got to ask, and a few people have asked this, um, and I hope you don't mind, don't mind me asking this, Jenna, but are you any relation to Sal Rote Scalacci, the Italian striker who uh, featured prominently at the 1990 World Cup? Unfortunately, not that I know of. <laughs> However, <laughs> my dad and Salvatore were both born in Sicily, Scalacci's a very uncommon name, so maybe somewhere down that family tree there might be a little connection. I just tell people she I wishes. Yeah. <laughs> I just go with it. Must get you places, yeah? yeah. <laughs> now, part of the reason that we're doing this is um, you've reached the um, Ryman's Cup final, as we, as we said, and it's a great opportunity to give even more um, coverage as first ladies. Um, as a podcast, if I rewind back a it all started for us. Bex does a weekly update on the Spurs lady, so we've got a, um, a Tottenham podcast, which, which is all, all things Tottenham, and you do a short, was it minute, two minutes, depending yeah, it, on... it depends. It was really hard when you had all those games cancelled, and I was like, yeah, the girls haven't played, and, you know, more waterlogged pitches, yeah. and, yeah, they're not playing. So it's really hard then to find something to say to people. So normally I just have a dig around, see what's been going on through the week. Twitter is my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook is now... This first lady's yeah. page has been really useful. So just to update everybody. So everybody listens whether they like it or not because Jab puts it in the middle of the pod so they can't just, you know, it's harder oh, for them to skip past it. <laughs> so everybody knows about you whether, yeah. <laughs> whether they like it or not. It's been useful. Um, so we've had a few questions, like I said earlier, from listeners and, and some of our own. So if I just crack on, Ali Hassan, who he's from the Czech Republic, says, do you have any idols, either in the game or elsewhere, who inspired you to play the beautiful game? I would say my dad is the main reason I play. Uh, my mom is not a fan of football whatsoever, so she has no part to play. So probably my dad for most of it. 
Jenna? Yeah, mine's probably my family, my brothers, um, who I started playing football with when I was younger, and then, yeah, my parents, who taken me everywhere since I was about five and still do now, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely my family. It's not too useful. I've, I've, I've read somewhere that the first Ulster craft you got was Gary Lineker. Yes, right. yeah. I'm a massive Spurs fan as well. Good, that's what we like to hear. <laughs> I like this one. Well, yeah, it's just the way it goes, I guess. So, um, I spoke earlier about the games that were being postponed. How hard was it to keep your focus when the West Ham game, the semi-final in particular, was postponed? So how hard was it for you to think, OK, it's been cancelled again, or, you know, league games were being postponed and you still having to have that focus? Was that difficult? Um, it's I think frustrating. It was more frustrating than difficulty focus. If anything, we had more time to focus. It's just that we were ready to go for every game. So I wouldn't say it's hard to focus, just a bit more frustrating for us, really. But it let us prepare a bit extra for things like penalties, which happened in West Ham. That's lucky. <laughs> okay, so for your next, um, in the FA Cup, you're pay, playing a Super League side, aren't you? Playing Aston Villa. Yes. So that's a step up. How are you looking forward to that? How exciting is it? Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it'd be good to test ourselves against a team in a higher division. I mean, there's not, against teams in the WSL we played before, there's not really that much difference. So. I think it's just going to be about who wants it more in the day. They're not. I don't think they've got any better players than us, really. It's just no. there won't be too much between, like technical ability and things like that. As Jenna says, it's probably going to come down to more that psychological part of things. I think when we play them. Okay, and that match is on the 28th of Feb, so that's a week on Sunday, and it's at Chesson as well. Yeah, yeah. Our home grounds. So. Yeah, so that's the two o'clock kickoff, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, do any of you ladies have any pre-match rituals? And I'm particularly thinking. Well, before a big game, but obviously with the cup final, and I know you played last year against yeah. Charlton, so are you superstitious in any way or have any Let's rituals? Jenna makes us listen to Justin Bieber every week before every game for at least 20 it minutes. It works, though. They love him, really. No, we, <laughs> no, we, no, we oh. don't all love him. <laughs> they do, they love him. So, yeah, we probably listen to about three or four songs. Minimums. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> and then they can listen to what they want. But you don't have anything else, so the whole, I have to put this boot on first, or, you know, mm. lucky underwear on, none of that going on. Lucky socks. Yeah. I think Tony has a few. Tony, about our goalkeeper gloves. does. Yeah. She's really superstitious, yeah, actually. I think goalkeepers tend to be a bit more. I think they are. But the rest of them, not so much, I don't yeah. think. Goalkeepers are a strange lot, though. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say yeah. that. <laughs> I was just holding, holding that. <laughs> Actually, you're getting lynched. <laughs> um, question from Annette Smith, um, who's from Glasgow, um, part of Glasgow Spurs. Um, and Annette says, How far do you think the Spurs ladies can go as a team? And what's your ultimate goal? Super League, isn't it? Yeah. Ultimately, we want to end up there. I mean, this season, we would probably want to win at least a cup and try and finish as high as possible in the league. But I'd say the ultimate goals you try and end up in that Super League. Yeah, I think so too as well, having some of the young, talented players coming through as well, playing in the first teams. Um, but yeah, I'd say over the next couple of seasons, Super League's definitely a priority. Greg Taylor from Brazil, Greg's a, a, an expat who, who, who lives in Brazil, and um, he asks, how did you get to where you are today? Did you start playing for a small local team? Um, were you scouted or did you trial directly with a top team? I started playing for a boys team whenever I was like eight maybe. Um, and and how did the boys take that? 
uh, I don't think they minded at that age. It doesn't make that much of a difference. Um, and then from that, I got scouted to play for a girls' team. And I played at school as well. Um, and then from playing for that girls' team, I got scouted to come play for Northern Ireland. And then when I moved to England after university, um, I moved to London. And then that's when I went to Spurs. Um, yeah, I started playing at school in the boys' team. Um, just followed my brothers around everywhere. And then my dad finally set up a girls' team, which consisted of me and all my friends who couldn't play football. <laughs> so I just used to play and they used to stand there. Um, and then I joined Tottenham when I was 16. Uh, went off to uni and then came back to Tottenham in, a, in 2009, I think, and have been here ever since. And it's, oh, yeah. and, it's a, and it's a team that you support, which, which yeah. must be nice as well. Yeah. Okay, got a question about the World Cup. Um, I'm guessing you both saw quite a bit of that. I had to be. Um, Mark Sampson did a yes, this person can sit up and watch the game and be late into work tomorrow. Oh, I don't know if you yeah, saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, my boss signed my slip for me and I did indeed sit <laughs> oh, up and watch. Yeah, until midnight. It was good. So since that, the World Cup, have you? do you think it's raised the profile and do you think there's been an improvement at grassroots level or it will cause an improvement? I think, yeah, I think it's definitely raised the profile. I mean, even at our home ground games now, there's a much bigger crowd than there used to be and I think on social media we notice it a lot now we've got a lot more followers mm. um, yeah I think only good's really come out of it yeah I think it's good for young kids to have something to look up to so they now know who the England players are and the role models for them so yeah I think it's definitely had a massive impact on it in terms of publicity and numbers getting involved at that younger age and grassroots Kerry mm. okay, very question from John Steggles. He says, I'm an under-8s coach. It's a pity that more girls at that age are not playing and being coached. How hard was it for you to find a club to join, as you both said when you were starting? Would you have any advice for girls starting out today? Um, yeah, as I said, I had to get my dad to set up a team, but that was years and years ago. I mean, it's obviously improved, it's improving now, yeah. but it's slow progress, I think, at times, which can be a bit frustrating, especially if you're in an area where there's not a lot of girls your age, and it can be a bit difficult. In terms of advice, I would say just try and get involved in any way you can, like we did. If that has to be for a boys' team to begin with, then so be it. But I do think opportunities for that age group are increasing a bit, so hopefully it's not as difficult as it was for people as old as Jenna. <laughs> 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 nice that you two are friends. <laughs> but you're doing extra laps now because the keeper says so, yeah? Um, so we've got a question from Mark Stoll. Um, he lives in California. Um, and he says... Um, not sure... Well, in fact, not sure we should, we should ask this, but which club, if any, do you enjoy beating the most? Um, I'm guessing you'll have different Ham. views. Yeah. And Charlton. Yeah, probably because they're a local, they're cl yeah. uh, local derbies and that as well, which makes it a bit nicer when you beat them. Plus, we seem to always meet Charlton in finals. Always so, win, yeah. winning in finals is the best place to win, really. I think whenever we play Charlton, it's like a final anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bit all or nothing. Yeah. yeah. It, does, it does always feel like that. Yeah. Um, another question from Annette Smith, um, who says, What's your greatest achievement since you started playing football at this level? Uh, I would say I scored twice for Northern Ireland against Georgia a couple of months ago in a European qualifier, so 
that's probably hands down the biggest moment for me. In terms of Spurs, I haven't really been here that long, so hopefully if we if we can win one of these cup finals coming up, then that'll be my highlight so far for Spurs. Yeah, I haven't scored any international goals. <laughs> Probably um, last season when we got to play Notts County in the FA Cup fifth round. So that was the furthest we've ever got in the FA Cup. And then to go and play it at the men's ground against the WSL1 team um, with a massive crowd, that was probably one of the best experiences we've ever had. Was it daunting to play with that much of a crowd because it's something that you're not used to? It was, I don't know, it's just... I don't find it daunting. No, the more the better. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> There's the international she, girl, yeah. yeah. She loves it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. We, and we stood our own, really, yeah. didn't we, against yeah. them? So, yeah. It's good. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, I have a question for you. How do you balance everything? Because I really struggle with work and life generally, and I'm studying at university at the same time, and I really struggle with that. So, how do you manage to fit in your football around your personal lives as well? Is it. Your don't focus? Have, we don't have a life. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. <laughs> no, it's hard because. And on top of that, you, you're sat here with people like us. No, it's hard. I mean, most of us have got full-time jobs. Um, some of the girls are students. Train three nights a week and then plan a Sunday. So, yeah, it's hard, but I guess we do it because we love it and just have to make the use of. The time when we're not playing, we have to just be smart with that and make sure we're resting and stuff. But I think we like doing social things as a team as well, which helps. So Yeah, we um, get on. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a good bunch. So it's not that hard giving up a lot of time, really, because we all get along and stuff. So it's not too hard. Not too bad. Yeah. Um, Annette has been, was very busy with these questions. She has another <laughs> one. She says, <laughs> who in the team has the best techers? Ooh. I'd have to go for the anchor. Yeah, B.O. Oh, Leggy. Yeah, Leggy's got it. It's Katie. Katie O'Leary and Bianca Baptiste. Okay. Cool, we'll make sure she hears that. <laughs> okay, another question from Greg Taylor. Who, um, he asks, who's your favourite player in women's football? Is it Marta from Brazil, or perhaps someone that's under the ra radar for many of us? I would say Carly Lloyd from for the USA, because mm -hmm. she's been voted the best player this year, and she got a hat-trick in the World Cup, so it's hard do not have her as your favourite, I think. Jenna might be different, she's a defender. No, I was just going to go with you. I know it sounds really bad. <laughs> I'm Jenna's favourite player. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what she meant. I'm her favourite player. That's I mean, exactly how it sounds. Sorry, I didn't Thanks, mean that. Jenna. I meant Carly Lloyd as well. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> um, but also, we've got a player on our team, a young girl, Lucia. Yeah. And Lucia Marte, and I could just watch her all day long. She's 17 years old, Spanish girl. So she's one to watch then. Yeah, she's got a big future. She is. Make sure she hears I'm noting, I'm writing it down now. To translate into Spanish. Right, final question, and it's on a lighter note. Annette Smith again. Now, bear in mind, she lives in Glasgow. She says, Do you ever get to hang out with Maurizio Pochettino? And at all, and if so, can you post him to me? We wish. Try. <laughs> 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 no, we don't get to see no. him too often. We meet a few of the players at a few events. So when we go around the hospitals at Christmas, yeah. and when we do some stuff for the website, and that we get to meet a few of them, which is nice. Um, but not so much him. So I don't think we'll be saying. We can try early. if we. Yeah, do we can try. We, we can try. try. Okay. She will be delirious with joy to hear that. You have no Same idea. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, 
that's about it but before I wrap up is there anything that you'd like to ask us or is there anything that you'd want to mention on the podcast or name check anybody yeah the more people that we can get reaching through things like this the better because ultimately we just want more and more people being able to come to the games and support us okay well we know that you've got training to do so we're not going to keep you any longer um, just once again for all our listeners don't forget that the ladies are in the final um, against Charlton on the 14th of April at 7.45 um, at Chestnut. so head down um, if you can um, of course um, wish you the very best of luck in the game ladies and hope you can bring some silverware to the lane um, thank you for your time tonight thank you um, and much appreciated thanks Bex as, as ever thank you um, the next podcast that we're recording is on Sunday the 14th February um, I won't be presenting it um, so Nikki who listeners will, will have heard before on the pod she will be presenting the podcast in my absence for a very good reason because I'll be coming back from the Man City game um, now Sunday the 14th also um, it's the same date that you're playing Plymouth Park Isle at Chestnut's two yeah. o'clock so again if Expecting anybody a win yeah excellent noted I'm off to the bookies <laughs> if anybody can if anybody's in Plymouth if, if anybody um, uh, can, can do so on, on Sunday afternoon and then get down to Chessons support the ladies um, and that's it all, all that's left for me to say is the future's bright the future's lily white <laughs>